0: Hi, guys. This is Tasha. Um, First of all, I want to thank you guys for continuing to listen to the podcast. I just wanted to make you guys aware that, unfortunately, this episode was a week late. Uploading it had some issues due to just some personal stuff that has happened in my life. But... I want to apologize and I hope you guys still enjoy the content. And as you know, um, with a seller, we record the podcast f- between the UK and the US. And unfortunately, we had um, some technical sound difficulties around the 40 minute mark, which is really annoyed me. And as much as I've tried to fix it, it doesn't sound at its best. And for that, I do apologize to you guys, I will be working on the sound in the future, but I just wanted to make you guys aware around the 40 minute mark and apologize for that, but I hope you continue to enjoy the podcast. So without further ado, let's get into it.
1: Welcome to an episode of a Soulful Storm podcast. I have a seller back with me.
2: What's up?
1: And this is our this is our first podcast of 2020 together. So, I'm excited.
2: Me too.
1: We got a lot to catch up. Oh, bro, we have so much to catch up on. That's
2: a lot.
1: And I don't I don't even know like where to start. So we're just gonna kick off and see where it goes. Let's do it. So Chen from EXO. Ah, I live for
2: it. I live for
1: it. Yes. Chen from EXO is like he sent a like he wrote the fans like this handwritten letter, which basically translates to um, I'm getting married. My girl, my my girlfriend now fiance is pregnant. So that's that. And it, those of us were um, sense rejoiced.
2: <laughs> I was, but the funny thing is like, Chan is like the last person, maybe because I don't follow EXO as much as I, as much as a, a lot of other XOLs or K-pop fans does, but I thought he was like, the, for me, I thought he was like the last person I would think would get married. And yet here oh. we are.
0: <laughs>
2: Why did you think that? I don't know. Maybe because like, When I first got listened to EXO, Chen was like my um was my first bias, but every even just like overall the guys like I get the first impression. It was my first impression that he was like the last person I would think would get married first. I thought it would be like Changyul or Kai would be like the first two, would probably be able to settle not settle down, but like get married. It was never translated mm-hmm. to Chen. Maybe because I don't know. Is I always get that first impression like he's not like he maybe like be like the fourth or fifth person to get married next, but never like the first one out of the gates. I could be wrong. So like if X any XOL is like listening right now, please let me know if that if Chen has always been expressing that I wanted to be a dad. <laughs> like, you know, like it's yeah. <laughs>
1: I mean, I don't know, like you, I I don't follow EXO like that at all, you know, they're one of those groups where I really, like, I appreciate their music, EXO, they've got like badass vocals, they they give us the harmonies we need, and they've got really good R&B but they're not a group that I feel like the need to know the name of every member. And usually it's because like their, 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 their sins, so to speak, have annoyed me to the point where I'm like, you know what? I don't feel like following you because you guys are repeat offenders, but we're not even going to, we're not even going to get into that right now because this is happy news. Yeah. And yeah, I'm I'm happy for him especially in this environment this this Korean environment of you know there is a fear of outing your relationship because you could be kicked out of the group and, and we've
2: seen it
1: before yeah. oh and that's a sad thing
2: yeah
1: that and and unfortunately and this is why I said those of us with sense rejoiced because I have seen today that, you know, there have been fans in Korea calling for his resignation from EXO, like he's disappointed them. I saw a post, not a not post, uh, a thread on Twitter of some, I'm assuming it's a girl, saying, mm. oh gosh, I, I really should, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to pull up the thread. Because I don't want to misquote, because it made me so angry. Yeah. I was like, "We we have to call out this nonsense." Because basically, there were, this person was saying that um, Chen getting his fiance pregnant um, was against feminism in Korea.
2: How was that against feminism? How
1: that? And Wait. I was like,
2: <laughs> "Wait a minute."
0: Mm-hmm. Deadass.
2: that <laughs> oh, <said> against feminism?
0: <laughs> yes. I'm
2: sorry, I had to laugh. That's like that's like the last thing would offend any feminists. I feel like that's I feel like that's that's not even close to the meaning of feminism.
1: <laughs> can you imagine?
2: <laughs> oh my like, god.
1: Can you imagine the boldness? to get on Beyonce's internet <laughs> and you know what I, I have to I actually I'm not I have to find this because I need to read out loud to you what the person said I'm not gonna I'm not gonna state the name but it has to be it has to be read out this thread yeah. okay okay so it says, I can't speak for everyone, but with feminism at its height in Korea, knowing that their idol didn't use birth control can be disappointing to female fans. Aside from considering the nature of his job and the state of the group, the, st- the state the group is in, I'm assuming, you know, I don't know if that's because of, you know, some of them being in the army or, you know, SM focusing on Super M. I don't know, but I continue. They. They also think he should have been more careful. Some, I'm assuming this is XOLs, seem to be upset because he's he seems to be announcing it when it's, when it's too late and he can't hide it anymore. I'm assuming that's the pregnancy. I'm saying this to all of you so you at least understand a bit of why K fans are mad. Please consider that there's a cultural difference, perception, difference, and information difference be- before you decide what's right and wrong for other people. I personally think that uh, I personally think that as long as they don't attack him or be rude, they're entitled to their own feelings and perception of things.
2: No, they're not. <laughs> okay, I have two two things. Um, I guess- Can I
1: interject quickly because I just want you to know that this person got two thousand likes for this comment.
2: Wow that's wow um okay so two things I'm surprised that 2,000 people would even like I mean I'm not surprised because there are some people who would think like that I shouldn't be surprised that by that fact but um two things one mm-hmm. I understood when it comes to like cultural differences and I know that the the height that feminism in Korea has as gone has slowly becoming bigger I I could I consider you understand that considering that like it's still a sensitive topic especially that there are certain idols like ji Hyo from twice got in trouble for allegedly using like not like a slur but like a slang to kind of as if they were like mock has a lot of radical feminist use in Korea to kind of combating how men would sound like when gro- about feminists who are saying like oh they're just like fat women who are just like stomping on their feet on the ground and for radical feminists to respond that by which is like I can't hear you something like that like I get what this person was trying to say in terms of that because it is a sensitive topic however Mm -hmm. however um there's a difference between consensual consensual sex versus non-consensual safe sex like i'm pretty sure i don't want to get into it because like i uh, the bottom line is we all don't know who chen is we only know like his persona as chen from exo we all right we all we all know that
1: Mm. i mean chen isn't even his real name that's his stage name
2: yeah that's the stage name of course like so i don't i'm trying not to like dive too deep into his personal life because that's one it's not my business but it's kind of, like, I'm pretty sh- I would say hypothetically, like, him and his fiancé would probably did have, have di- discussions about, about having a kid. So saying that, like, ha- getting his fiancé pregnant is not a feminist move is, like, that's a really, that really rubbed me the wrong way, maybe because I grew up in a different how in the states we view feminism maybe how i different but it's just it rubs me the wrong way if that makes any sense the way this no
1: (laughs) no it does no it does make sense
2: Mm
1: it it rubbed me the wrong way because i get highly irritated when people um clearly don't know what the definition of feminism is Right. And then just use it as a combative term. So, right now, I'm just gonna state the definition of feminism because, like, I feel like there's some who just don't get it. And it simply is, according to you know Google, the advocacy of women's rights on the ground of equality of the sexes. That is it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Chen getting his fiance pregnant has nothing to do with feminism now if it was a situation where chen was forcing this girl to have the baby then you could say that that's an act of feminism because feminists would say that she has the right to choose what to do with her body whether to keep the baby or not or to put it up for adoption but all we know is that Chenna's fiance is pregnant and they are getting married. Now, if she was arguing from the cultural point of view that you know um, how getting pregnant outside of wedlock is looked in South Korea, then that I can understand. Because again, there is a cultural difference between those of us who live in the UK and those of us like you who live in America. But again, I'm from a country that is... I originate from a country that's quite conservative, um, where there's still laws against abortion. So I understand conservatism. And if that was what that girl was trying to say, then that would have made more sense if like Korean fans are like, well, damn, you haven't even married the girl and she's pregnant. But then I was also doing my own research. And it's like, it's more of a problem if you either don't marry the person or if you've you haven't served your military term yet because you're not technically like a man Mm -hmm. but that's just from my research but i don't think it's really that deep i think this comes from a situation where um like we've seen in the past with previous dating scandals um with with idols who have lost their their jobs because of getting into a relationship what we literally saw with hiana and don is that people live in this delusional fantasy that their idols will marry them and how dare their idols come and then break their fantasies and i'm sorry i continue to blame the companies for this
2: well they are the ones
1: who sorry my love
2: but i can't blame you because they enforced it that fantasy they enforced that as a way of marketing to garner money to get for people to for consumers to invest in their artists so I can't blame you for blaming the companies to enforce those kinds of fantasies for fans especially ones who don't understand reality versus what they've imagined their heads and what they perceived it so I don't blame you for that
1: I just find it so dumb because I'm like you as a fan you are going to marry the 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 people in the companies the managers the agents the CEOs the ANRs are either married or going to get married but these idols can't it would be different if they were saying stuff like you know you know how the fans can be so please date at your discretion but you know once it comes out or like once you get married Mm -hmm. you know we've got you but to actually give the fans the power to be like if your idol dares show humanity if they if they choose love that we will give you so much power that you can kick them out of the group
2: which is it's ridiculous uh, it's
1: ridiculous and and the fans have no right to ask that like I remember during the height of um, my B2K fandom, this B2K was like th- the first boy group, like I I, I stand,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I like, didn't just like, I stand. And I remember Omarion finding out that Omarion was going out with Jennifer Freeman, who is Claire from My Wife and Kids.
2: Oh, no way. Oh.
1: Yeah. Yeah, she was in the girlfriend video and everything. Like the extended girlfriend video with the one that had like Flex from one-on-one and Will Smith and oh, oh. I
2: can't
1: remember who else, but there was like there was like a bunch of like black Hollywood in the extended girlfriend video. Mm-hmm. And I remember it was like reported that, you know, they were dating, and I remember like hating her. Like hating her with my whole chest. I was so jealous. Oh. But at the same time, I was a solid like 12, 13 years old. Mm-hmm. And as much as like I was so jealous, I couldn't at no point was my thought process kick O'Marian out of the group.
2: Right. Because that would be unethical. It wouldn't make any sense either.
1: And how would that serve me as a fan? Yeah. So we say all this to say. That Chen, we are happy for you. Like, despite the nonsense, I'm, I'm hoping that he's if he is on Twitter and really for his mental health, he should probably stay away from Twitter for like the next month or at least two weeks.
2: But, oh, like, there's that, yeah, no, that I, there's like one when I used to be in youth that just reminds me of something. When I used mm-hmm. to into k K-pop, my first boy group, like I stand so hardcore, was u They're like a, they're like a, a group from a small company, and one of their members, Eli. This is like fast forward to I think it was back in 2016 or 2017. He announced when he had Instagram before he deleted and then reinstalled and had an Instagram account again that he was getting married. Like he. He did it in the same fashion as Chen did, but instead of a handwritten letter, he had a picture of him as his hands holding his wife's hands, saying, "Hi hey guys, I got married. Also, we have a kid on the way. Please understand." And that sent a huge. It just it blew up the internet almost to the point where like any meet, they're like fans even try to tap. Eli to get kicked out of the group, but then NH Media, his company at the time, stepped in and say he's not leaving the group. But we, we and the other member, well, the, I think UKIS members, I remember they didn't know about it, but the company didn't know <laughs> that he was gonna announce this kind of news, and they this they were also taken back by how Eli announced it. So and another member who was a former member of UKIS, Bonehole also announced that he was getting married <laughs> similar oh <to> also, <laughs> also
1: it was all up in arms that day
2: oh they were all up in arms like everyone everyone like they even when eli's wife i forgot her name but like um finally like shows her face as well as like their what their child looks like they were hating on the family like hardcore parkour. they were hating i think i remember like someone tried to say that the Eli's kid, Minsu, looked ugly. They call it, like, an ugly baby. I'm like, what the hell <gasps> What are you people? What is wrong? I could be wrong, so don't call me on it. But then, like, I remember I follow a Twitter account that kind of, like, our fan base for Eli and his family saying, like, hey, pl- guys, we noticed that y'all are coming after a child. Please stop. <laughs> it was, it was it was a lot but like it just reminds me of it sorry, oh it just reminds no, me no, of it. don't <laughs>
1: don't be sorry no thanks for sharing that but yeah. honestly like I, again this is all the fault of the companies mm-hmm. that the industry for harvesting this notion that you know for one feeding these delusions of grandeur that you know fans can enter a relationship with their idols and then giving the fans so much money, not much money, but so much power that they can even make requests for members to be kicked out and they can be heard. I just want to send like love and prayers and good messages to Chen. I know that he will probably never hear this, but you know, just, I really hope that, you know, his family and happy and healthy. I hope the baby comes happy and healthy and i hope that his career is not put in jeopardy because of this and if anything of like let let it just weed out all the bad fans who you know don't have your best interest at heart
2: yeah just don't crucify him the way elves did with sungman i know not all elves like super junior fans they're not
1: yeah but it was enough for him still not to come back like he's still not back in super junior
2: oh yeah like he, he though he did release a solo ep like last year he's he released an EP which is very underrated. It was a very cute it was a very cute EP, which I wish like a lot of people gained more attention and still remind of all of us that someone should been back with Super Junior when we had Kangmen running around <laughs> drunk driving and allegedly bad mouthing groups like Vix. Like allegedly uh-huh. so there's
1: that <laughs> there is that <laughs> but like oh gosh there's there's like so much there's been so much going on today like got so much going on this week <laughs> bro like connect bts london was today
2: oh my gosh did you see the video viral video of like a lot of the army just like met up with <laughs> in london and they all thought it was part of it part of like disconnect
1: Bruh, when i tell you (laughs) some of this fandom have time i'm just like (laughs) you have to be children you have to be children to do this like you have to be people who are either in college or um you know at university at best or I don't know because anyone who has jobs did not have the luxury of doing that.
2: No, <laughs> I mean,
1: like, I just need to break it down <laughs> to the audience. Like, can I feel like we need to rewind? So, mm-hmm. last week I spoke about how BTS had put up their schedule for a comeback season, and it started with um, Shadow interlude and it, it's working its way down right up until um the album is released so it like i had said all the dates last week but in between there's something called connect bts and there's going to be like connect bts london berlin was new york on there as well
2: new york was there yeah soul is there yeah when a when a artist artist is in there
1: mm so five cities and no one knew what the hell connect bts it's because connect bts has never happened before so people went because london was the first city people went into london and stood underneath well gosh what' can you imagine i live in england and i don't know the spot in london where they went
2: it's a uh, it's where like the huge screen
1: is <laughs> That's all yeah say. i'm gonna say it's not trafalgar square oh my gosh i live in this country <laughs> listen for those of you who live in england like where all the big screens are that looks like it's Times square but not Times square it's there well, when i tell you when i leave this podcast i'm gonna remember the name i'm gonna kick myself <laughs> but yeah like a whole bunch of army like bts fans went out there thinking there was going to be some kind of announcement there and there wasn't. And you've got to laugh and yet admire the dedication. Cause I'm like, you guys really left your houses and went into central London. And BTS had given no news. They hadn't said a thing. They just said like connect London. And people were just like, you know what? Oh no, what they did do, they took a bunch, they took a bunch of selfies in front of a board that had like pictures of different countries, and people tried to do like, you know, the crazy Sherlock Holmes things where they like connect the dots and whatever.
2: Oh yeah, I connected that. You (laughs) get the connection.
1: I was just uh, like, you know, when I saw those pictures, I was just tweeting underneath them. I was like, guys, you're trolling us. You know, we don't know what these means, and you're enjoying like you get off, you get off on watching us all have a mental breakdown on Twitter, trying to figure out what it means.
2: And did you see a video where they're all singing the clown song? (laughs)
1: I did indeed.
2: It was so funny. I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm I'm like, well, at least you found some fun in there. (laughs) (laughs) At least you found
1: fun. Honestly, those boys are awful. But what it turns out that Connect BTS is is um I guess they're collaborating with different artists across the I would say across the world in the five cities and.
2: It's global. Sarah, so,
1: help me explain it. Help me explain it
2: properly. So, Connect BTS is like a virtual, not a virtual, but like a global art project where they have like different artists, like the de- different places like London, um, Buenos Aires, Seoul, New York, um, just coming together, just like exposing different new arts. Like they just, one from a Danish artist who just like takes like a emerged technology and nature to really Show how much like we're the beauty of nature and art, and how much we're connected to the human. So it just really just exposed a different art, which for me, I I graduated with a minor in emerging media and digital arts, and it just got right. Thank you, and it got me so excited to see it because you don't really get to see fine art or even contemporary art, whether it's like visual or fine or fine art, be exposed at this capacity and i feel like this is a great opportunity to learn more about like really amazing stuff it just makes me happy
1: (laughs) no i'm glad it it's great and (sighs) bts aren't a band man bts are a freaking movement because i just think (laughs) i just think to myself you know who does this it's really taking Mm-hmm.
2: Go ahead, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. Interrupted
1: you. I'm sorry. Oh, Go ahead. No, no, it's okay. I was just saying it t- it takes creativity and and art to a new level and it exposes um people to things that maybe they wouldn't even think about. Because that Danish artist, I did not know who he is, but honestly, through BTS's power, they, they they're gonna bring like a whole a whole audience to these people and expose them to so much, and you can't even say that it's like generic or fake because we, as fans, know that um, Nam June and especially Young are very into art, and they, and so it does. In a way, I'm surprised by this, and in a way, I'm not.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But I, I always get excited to see the. Um, how people use their platform to help and expose others and, and and give fans access to something that, you know, they don't have access to naturally because, you know, not everyone can go to the Louvre. Mm-hmm. And as much as like, say, for example, mu- most of the museums in central London are free to get into, that may not be the same in every country.
2: Right.
1: Yeah. yeah I think it's a very dope thing. And I don't think any of us would have expected of all the things Connect BTS would be that this would be it. We were always just expecting that it probably had something to do with their music, their albums, their that their, their their videos that mess us all up.
2: <laughs> of course. I feel like that's gonna happen, like the lead single when it finally drops on February twenty-first. I feel like that's gonna happen. <laughs> but, I'm
1: mm, carry on.
2: Yes. But like um no, this is exciting because, like, in all my nine years in K-pop, I know I sound like a broken record every time I come on this podcast. And, I'm on- and <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Thank you. In all my nine years, well, ten years, I should say. No, nine years. That's 2019. Whew. In all my ten years in K-pop, I've never okay, seen- you old. I know, right? <laughs> I've never <laughs> seen a K-pop group would do something like this. Like, I rarely hear anything about I hear, like k-pop artists would like ha- open up their own art gallery or write their own book or publish their own books like do that that exists but never at this extent like never i would have imagined that it's and it's remarkable and i feel like it's it really emerges what a lot i feel like i I know some people would view like art as like this very old traditional, you just paint on a canvas and you're done or put up a banana on a wall and you're done. But like, um, it's a beautiful, <laughs> thing, right? It's a beautiful thing. And it just, it expands more of our knowledge on art than just like what you see on a van- canvas or what we typically see like famous paintings like Mona Lisa or works by Van Gogh and, or even just like, expanding more to even more artists like Frida Kahlo too so it just and Cal- I'm gonna pronounce his name wrong I apologize but Kaladi Cal- Wadley who painted for the Obamas like it just ah right and like so so you know what I'm talking about but um but yeah it just <laughs> it, it just makes me so happy because not only I sorry I,
1: sorry, sorry. sorry is that are those the portraits that are in the Smithsonian? hmm Okay.
2: Yeah, it was... Um. It just makes me happy because I... As someone who's speaking from, like, as a digital art minor, it makes me happy to see that kind of, this this particular project itself is... What a lot of... Pe- some people might think either is either cheesy or cool. It's just... It just exposed into a new level and more fans, too, and just... Be able to get more knowledge from it too. So it's it's just exciting too. And I feel like like you said, if people who are trashy, because there are people saying it's boring, it's trashy, that's they're missing out. They're they're missing out something spectacular personally. <laughs> Wait, there's people
1: say that it's boring and trashy.
2: Mm-hmm. They're not trash, they call it boring and dull and like why would they do that? Like I saw some tweets calling them out for that and I'm like there are people calling it boring, boring. <laughs> boring. I mean here's, here's the thing. I can under-
1: not, not really. I can understand if you take the stance of, you know, I just don't care. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. That's your own. Not everyone is into the the same thing. but at the at the end of the day, they have the global, they have the global um, fan base and um, credibility where they can really put people on. Like, I've joked with my friend on this very same podcast about how BTS have literally put me onto Western artists. Like, I didn't know who Lauv was. I I was aware of Holsey's existence, but I wasn't following her music like that. Like, when they... When they like a song or they put something out there, it literally draws like a whole bunch of attention to that person. So if there's something in particular that they have an interesting, interest in, why not? Like as a, as a Beyonce fan, it's been no secret to me that her and Jay-Z are really into art and buying art. And, you know, that was demonstrated in their video for for ape shit, when they you know they did I the see. video in the Louvre, and you we were exposed to all this beautiful different art that, again, if you haven't been to France and you haven't been to Love, you wouldn't have seen it. But I think the 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 Louvre even said that you know, you know, what did they? Oh gosh, attendance at the museum went up because of that music video, mm. and. I'm sure that they are in no short supply of, you know, like, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Publicity. I mean, for goodness sake, the Mona Lisa's in there.
2: Of course. Like it and Mona Lisa is like the most gained the most traction. Like if, if people haven't seen photos of like people trying to take a closer look at the Mona Lisa, it's like, it's, it speaks a lot really.
1: Exactly. So Yeah. That dope. I need to. I need to get into videos and watch more and do more reading. But you know, I'm. I'm excited. This is a nice thing, and it's a little bit of a distraction from the fact that you know we are just patiently waiting for, you know, the first single. Waiting for the album. In
2: three days.
1: I, I'm on high alert for the tour. For the tour dates. That's what I'm on high alert for. Thought
2: twisted. Their pop-up shop is called tour
1: <laughs> that won't be funny. That will not be funny.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna laugh at it. I, I just think it's funny because, like, they're just continuously telling me, they will never get to see K-pop." What?
1: <laughs> they're such trolls, man. That they're, they're such trolls, and they're not, they're actually not funny. Yeah, they're trolls. Yeah. Like, why are you doing this to us? <laughs>
2: it's content and there's some people including like a youtuber um named jose even like retweeted with a comment saying did you guys forget about this (laughs) i saw that because i
1: follow jose and i think he's so funny and i'm like and i wanted to reply saying sir it's always on my mind i can never forget it's literally always on my mind
2: it's on my mind too oh my gosh like I I was like when when that first announced like I I replied on a tweet saying like if they do announce it when they do announce a tour where do you think like BTS should go and I'm like they better come to Portland they better come to Seattle either or one of those two I can might go I would possibly go if it's California again I'm sorry I can't (laughs) it's too expensive
1: girl let's hope let's hope for your sake but I'm thinking this is just my this is just my theory that they've proven that they can they can sell out a stadium only tour. So mm. I think any location that they go to, it's going to be a stadium because they are now too big. They're too big for arenas.
2: Oh, yeah. that it would, be, it would so make... if, there's
1: sta- if there's a stadium in Seattle.
2: There is a football stadium in Seattle. If I I know that um, Portland, Oregon has um oh my god I live I don't live in Portland but like there is a specific place in Oregon I'm gonna look it up because like I remember Seattle has a stadium mm-hmm. that I know that for sure. I know what I know Portland because I Ariana Grande performed there too. That I know for sure. Blech. I can't speak today. But yeah, they have a they have a they do have a stadium. They have the League Field. They have the stadium. May mo, the T-Mobile Park. I just googled it. Don't mind me, guys. But um they do have stadiums for their main like for the Seahawks. A lot of mm. the Seahawks and then what's Portland cuz I remember it's Rose something. Don't quote me on it. <laughs> it's uh what was it? But i remember yeah, they're most of them are like sports like baseball stadiums. Yeah. So like Grizzwood Grids Wall Stadium. I know where it's I can do this. <laughs> Providence, uh, Walker Stadium. So we do have we do have stadiums, but like I don't know if it's like big enough or like be that well known for like um BTS to perform there. What was the state I'm trying to think of the the um arena Place where Ariana Grande performed when she came to Portland back last year. Let's see, where were girl? Where were you? Rose Quarter. That's what I was looking for. Rose Quarter is where she performed. So that Uh, ah okay. So that maybe it's the Moda Center. Yeah, Moda Center. So if that's the case, it will most likely be either Rose Quarter or the Moda Center so that might be the if it's if they're coming to portland i hope they do because then that's like the least that's like the closest thing i can go to but like i hope so (laughs) i really hope so
1: oh my like i hope for your sake that they do do. but if they don't i hope that you get to the nearest location
2: me too i really hope so like be like the low closest location is Grands Pass which is like 45 minutes but like they don't have a stadium <laughs> so like that's less likely <laughs> but I would like so girl here it is then <laughs> <laughs> somebody should like buy me tickets and airfare to help me financially <laughs> to help me- I mean
1: <laughs> we'll see what we can do We can send like sugar daddy applications. I'm joking. I'm joking.
2: (laughs) We'll figure something out.
1: (laughs) We will. We will make a plan.
2: (laughs) We'll figure something. If I want, especially
1: if these boys are going to the military, but at the end of the year,
2: (laughs) Mm. I feel like next year. I feel like most likely because if it's gonna be like a tour, like if they're gonna be on tour this whole year, I feel like it's gonna be next year is when they're gonna start their military services. That's most likely.
1: I hope. What do you think? Do you think they're going to go all together? They'll go one at a time.
2: I'm sure. Like a lot of people say that they want to go as one all at once. But I feel like it will be slowly one at a time. But like shiny members, Minho, Key, um, and all are going to come back this year. They're going to come back. They're coming back from they're going to be discharged this year. And and as also Big Bang. Uh, G Dragon, Taeyang, and Da Song, they all went to the military, but they came in like almost close. So, mate, that's most likely going to be the case if that's going to happen. But I don't want to dive deep into it because I know that that subject is still sensitive. That's <laughs> still a sensitive topic. Uh, but, like,
1: I, but- uh, my,
2: mm-hmm. but yeah, but I, but most likely the case, they're probably like they do it individually, they'll do it individually, but they'll probably be be close. They'll do it that's probably close to the point that they kind of seem like they're going out at the same time.
1: I just want them all to go at the same time, man, because I'm thinking... uh, I'm I'm looking at it. That's not a word.
2: Mm -hmm. I'm
1: looking at it from... from, like, you know, big hair, international... The way Western artists work is that, you know, it's nothing if an artist leaves a year, two In Rihanna's case, we're moving on to four <laughs> without an album. And everyone's like, that's whatever. So I feel like BTS could go away for a year and a half. Right. And realistically, we'll be fine. But if they do it in like, you know... And then, yes, I know Yungi's three months after him, but then you've got the gap, and then you'll be like Namjoon and Hobe, and then Jimin, and then you've got Taeyang, and then last Jungkook. That's a long time. There is quite a space between Jin and Jungkook.
2: Yeah, there's a huge gap. So
1: we won't get a complete BTS for a while. I mean, far be it for me to tell um the group what to do. I can only but I have devised a plan of what big kids should do if okay. they want to go at the same time. Do you want to hear my plan?
2: Mm-hmm. What's up? Let's do it. I have so hey hey, so you were saying?
1: What was the last thing you heard me say?
2: You said about like they should they all go at once at the same time. Mm.
1: And... Mm-hmm
2: after that <laughs> that's it oh wow
1: i relayed my whole plan and you weren't there <laughs>
2: yeah i heard i heard um i heard that you were gonna they're all doing at once oh now i remember they would do like a pre-recorded run bts bon voyage and do like a mm-hmm. mini album. Now i remember
1: Then they should they then they should like either have like a mini album that big hit specifically releases halfway through like their enlistment or they like do like a packaged album um that may be like i don't know you know how like the way beyonce did homecoming she released like the live soundtrack album even though she had done coachella in 2018 oh yeah but she put it up on but she put it up on netflix and then she did like special behind the scenes stuff I think that they should do that, something like that for Netflix and then like release a live album with like Dimple, Pipe Piper, um, like a couple of songs from like, you know, Dark and Wild and Wings, but obviously like a live band as well that will really um up.
2: Yeah, I feel like the a BTS live album is long overdue and I think it'd be, and I agree, I think it'd be perfect to have in case they're like, while BTS are in the military it's a long overdue i
1: I'm not gonna lie to you. I would probably like lose control of my bladder if they released a live album.
2: It's like all my
1: faculties will shut down.
2: <laughs> it's a long overdue, like having a fan version of Idol, Boy with Love, um maybe even dang, that would <gasps> right Right just. Yes! Right? Yes. Kill me. <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh, my God. Like, or even Tear. Oh. No,
1: I couldn't handle Tear. <laughs> if there was a live version of Tear, my my soul would just leave my body. But you know what I want a live version of? I want a live on Spotify of Bebse. Because when I watch it on YouTube and they oh. perform Bebse, oh, yeah. my gosh, it sounds so good. It yeah. sounds so good.
2: The guitar riff in that Bepsay live version. Oh my God. Uh, I, want I wanted that. I wanted that. Oh, Bepsay just live. makes
1: me sink to my knees.
2: I love say I love the I've... original OK Boomer song. I love it.
1: I just, I don't think you understand how, like, when I was at, when leading up to the concert, because we all know the move that they do. We all know that thrust. I was just saying, like, I want, I want, I want Hobie to thrust at me. I need him to <laughs> thrust at me. At me. <laughs> I was like, and so for like I I can't explain to you how my soul left my body because I what was it? I think it went it went from trivia love. And then obviously, like, all the guys came out to perform, you know, their melody. And I think mm-hmm. in their melody, they have, like, Go-Go, they have Bapsay. What What's part of?
2: Fire.
1: Oh, gosh. I can't remember everything that's in the melody. More
2: fire? What I know that.
1: I know fire is, and I think fire is the last one. But anyway, the point is, when they got to Say," uh, between Namjoon and Hobie, that 94 line, my soul left my body, so...
2: 94. It's a magnet. Speaking
1: of soul leaving their body, can we address the fact that Big Hit have finally, finally put subtitles on Bag Box?
2: Yeah. It was it hit one million views and was trending online.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. The thank you, big hit um hashtag.
2: Yeah. They finally like, they finally put subtitles and somebody screenshot it too, and they're like The only reason
1: why that's there is because they finally add subtitles. Bruh. And you know what? I was seeing so many messages pop up on my timeline of people who are translators, like, you know, Mm -hmm. you know, saying, you know, it's been an honor to serve us, blah, 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 blah. I don't want to say blah, 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 because honestly, their messages were really sweet. And I don't want this to come out selfish or ungrateful but in the hashtag I put in I'm not gonna say thank you to Big Hit
2: mm-hmm.
1: but I'm not going to and I want to make this clear I'm really not someone I'm not a manager army I'm not someone who feels the need to criticize Big Hit or tell them what to do about business I don't know I don't run a music company however in this particular in this particular forum, I I'm not going to thank Big Hit for doing something that they should have already been doing,
2: mm-hmm.
1: because you have a massive international fan base, you have the boy under your belt, and whether I I know we joke as a fandom all the time that the Koreans get much more special treatment than the international fans do, but the reality is that the international fans are the reason that bts are where they are the international mm-hmm. fans are the reasons why big hit has acquired, acquired acquired enough money to um gosh what what's the company they've just bought
2: uh not they acquired Pletus and then earlier they acquired source music
1: exactly exactly thank you see why I need you and <laughs> like that that's the home of which 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 groups hold on I just want to be clear is which it 17
2: Pledis? under that group
1: under that company
2: newest and 17 are under ple as of right now yeah
1: yeah and newest by the way shout out to their their to them this award season because they've really they came on my radar I like them quite a bit they have These got guys- vocals
2: do they show up I, I i was happy i finally i'm happy they finally got the recognition they deserve i wish they'd done it a long time ago long before uh produce one-on-one franchise before everything went down with flood pl- produce one <laughs> <laughs> but still like shout out yeah shout out to them because they deserve it
1: mm, yes. but yeah the international fans are the reason why big hit Are able to do all those things because let's keep it one hundred. BTS were not popping in South Korea like that. They got they finally got the recognition for "I Need You" Mm -hmm. and you know, they they did. Um, they got their dasangs for um the wing album, but they only really started getting real respect among their countrymen. When they, started winning build, when they started winning billboard awards, when Americans were calling them to perform at the AMAs when they were getting the top social media artist award, you know, like, come on, selling out Wembley Stadium when, it's like, you know, nice. stuff we just found out about, you know, Bohemian Rhapsody and Queen. Like, it's all because of the international fans. So to not cater for them, to not do something as basic as put subtitles on... um content on youtube videos which like there's a new bangtan bomb like every two to three
2: days yeah
1: and it was never okay for it to be left to to fans to translate those videos for free for the past seven years and then on top of that to
2: (sighs) they also get like copyright strikes
1: too like yeah they would get copyright strikes as well putting their own channels at risk but then on top of that the icing on the cake of making your fans pay for content as in like these dvds of the speak yourself tour and then not putting them in the language of the company of the country that you're selling them to so like we spoke about earlier brazil um not having subtitles in Portuguese and then the code being so that even if you buy the the Saint Paulo DVD in Brazil you wouldn't even be able to watch I mean that was such a dumb move and it's really inconsiderate of your fan base so that's why I'm saying I'm not going to thank Big Hit for doing something that they should have already been doing because it was extremely unethical for them to ask their fans to pay money and then not give them the means to understand. And sorry, I know I'm ranting, but,
2: but uh, it's a valid reason. But like, it's a valid reason. I mean, I'm glad that Big Hit finally adds subtitles. I hope they're going to be consistent from now on, and maybe they will probably subtitle the past, backtime bonds too. Like, I'm like, not
1: holding such hope.
2: <laughs> I I hope so. Like, but. But like, at the same time just thinking like they, I hope they stay consistent that's really all I hope for and maybe they do that past uh, back on bombs too I
1: hope I hope they are too but I would just like to remind people that big hit is still a company yeah. and companies only change when their money's on the line or when they face international embarrassment and it took army, internationally embarrassing big hit for them to do this because this it was very smart of whoever came up with the idea of you know making a trending topic because right now BTS being the biggest boy group in the world um publications are always on them they're always watching them to see like you know what are the fans saying what are they doing it made headlines and I'm sure it made headlines both in South Korea and around the world. I in fact I saw the headlines because I get Google alerts of BTS on to my email about, you know, they are like, oh my goodness, look what BTS fans are doing. They're mm-hmm. complaining about the fact they don't have subs. So that's bad on their PR. Yeah. And we know that right now they're in an obsessive state of making sure that they constantly look good. That's why they they always, you know, retweet the articles about, you know, that praise BTS. So it took the fans publicly, embarrassing them. I'm glad you know, they, we've got subtitles. I hope this is consistent for the future. And shout out to every single translator who took the time and the effort to translate these videos out, off their own backs with no support, no money, and the risk of getting copyright strikes just to make sure the rest of us could understand. They are The translators are the backbone of this fandom. We could not do it without them.
2: Oh absolutely. Hands down. Shout outs to Wisha. Um the bagtime bombs, so it's like not the act, not like the official one, but like the uh the other one. What was the other one? Um Mo Borae. I please correct me if I'm wrong. But some of them are on Twitter. I follow them too. I shout outs to them. Cause they really uh,
1: And JL as well, right? Which one? What's her name? Isn't it J L?
2: Yeah, uh J K L Diamond. I'm yes that. oh she's yeah. a star which found out she had to make a second account because her first account for some reason got taken down please bring it back up <laughs> please for, oh for, for her sake for her sake like what all she do was exist please 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 don't take her down please we need her. no we
1: need <laughs> when <laughs> I tell you we need her.
2: We do meet her. Please don't take her. Luckily, like I said, she created a second account. Luckily. But like, thank God. for her. We we do. Shout out to all the translators like out there. Mm. Shout out to them.
1: Yeah, amazing.
2: And off topic. Sorry, um, It's off topic. Also, oh, mm-hmm? shout, to, shout out to the translator for Bong Jun ho the director of Paraclite. Oh! <laughs> we need her to give her <laughs> her own award <laughs> yes do the that,
1: thing that the you know what the the oh, there couldn't have been a better person to deliver the shade in the tone in which she said it oh!
2: <laughs> once you get over that one inch barrier of subtitles you'll be exposed to so many films
1: Oh, she. Like shout out to him, but shout out to her. And shout out, that's a nice segue into us getting to the Oscars. Shout out to Parasite for all the nominations it got.
2: Six awards, six nominations.
1: That's that's crazy. And they better win everything. They better win best picture, best director, like honestly, like I'm I'm so disgusted by this this award season, that the only the only um, people I'm backing or films I'm backing this award season is Parasite. Um, Hair Love. Pa- Sorry.
2: Hair Love. Hair no, I'm just
1: backing Parasite. I'm backing Cynthia Revo,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, and I'm backing. Gosh, there's one more person I'm backing for the Oscars. I can't remember. I can't. No, I think it. i just to. I think I'm just backing Parasite. I think Cynthia Revo, she could be on the fast track. Um, she was the lead in Harriet, mm. and she's got a phenomenal voice. I know she already has a Tony and I don't oh, let me check what Cynthia Revo has because they said that she could be on the fast track to being the youngest egot um like ever.
2: Mm. So someone who has like a Tony,
1: an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, and a Tony. Mm. All right, let me see what Cynthia's already got because I know for a fact that she already has a Tony. Uh, Madame, what awards do you have?
0: Okay, fantastic voice.
2: She has a fantastic voice
0: her voice
1: is crazy um i watched like a few weeks ago she put on her instagram her tribute to earth wind and fire and oh do i love earth wind and- my dad raised oh, my me on earth, wind, and fire and i've seen them live
2: nice i love earth they, and fire.
1: they are fantastic like you would not believe that men of their age can still dance and and perform and play instruments the way that they do oh yeah oh they're incredible oh okay so i found what cynthia has she has okay. an emmy and she has a tony so oh my goodness and she has a grammy as well so if she gets the oscar she will she will be the youngest egot
2: yes we love
1: simply C- for the win oh my goodness lord give it to her please
2: we love a good egot they, well, knowing
1: the, well we knowing do the,
2: knowing the she, academy. Can,
1: she can stand up there with miss Whoopi goldberg and mr john legend
2: yes but i feel like knowing the academy they would. knowing the academy <laughs> i hope so but knowing the academy
1: they, they should be ashamed of themselves for this year's nomination i am baffled how is bombshell nominated for an award like how 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 are they nom- how is margot robbie nominated
2: i also like they're missing out aquafina for the farewell which she won a golden glow for they missed out J-Lo, who she got nominated for a Golden Globe for her role at The Hustlers, which I did see The Hustlers. It's a fantastic film. It's yeah. fantastic.
1: That was a great... Um, honestly, it's I'm upset that Constance Wu didn't get anything, but I will say that J-Lo-, J-Lo really did do her thing in that film.
2: She did. Yeah, I was surprised too. I'm like, I was taken back when Constance Wu didn't get a nomination. I'm like, her and J-Lo are kind of like the main cat roles here, so... Oh, okay. Constance
1: is the lead But it's yeah. kind of one of those things Where sometimes the, the the supporting The supporting actor or actress Can outshine you True, that's true I have not been A big fan of J-Lo Ever since I found out Just like how much like Her management like stole music From other artists Especially black artists Oh like
2: Christina during... and, and No, no, season. Christina Milian Was an
1: established writer for her, but more like. But
2: she stole. Um, well, sorry. Yeah, but didn't her management stole Christina Milian's vocals on one of the tra- one of her songs?
1: I thought that was Ashanti.
2: Not it's also Ashanti, but also Christina Milian.
1: Oh really? I know that. I found out that was it. Get right. It's just such shame because I enjoyed that song. Was actually mm-hmm. Usher's song that they stole. Right. And then. And then A-Marie's song, the iconic song, One Thing, J-Lo's management was trying to steal that as well. So what A-Marie and her boyfriend did was leak the song to the radio. That's how, like, it was kept as her. But I think that's crazy because, like, One Thing is so iconic.
2: It's it's super iconic, and I also love how Amory was like one step closer, was one step ahead, not one step closer, one step ahead of that of JLO's management was one step ahead.
1: I mean, shout out to her. Shout out to our, our half black half co- South Korean queen.
2: Whoop whoop whoop
1: whoop. So- yeah and also shout out to spotify because at the beginning of the year because i i noticed like literally like the first day of like 2020 people were saying that you know one thing was like the one of the most iconic songs of the decade and other people were like listen we're not taking away from one thing but it came out in 2005. Bye. yeah, I remember. I yeah but April. there were <laughs> but there was so much hype around at a. Marie that spotify went and made like a this is A Marie playlist And I looked at when I went to it because I was thinking to myself, "Oh, I'm gonna give like you know my good system streams." And I was like, "Wait a minute! They've just made this playlist. Like they made it like 14 hours before." So I was like, "Okay, shout out to Spotify for keeping you know their ears to the Twitter streets." Oh
2: yeah, they finally made her a playlist. (laughs) Finally. Yeah,
1: finally. I mean, they should have, but finally. But um. Yeah, so I haven't been feeling J Lo like that, but I, I can't take away her performance. She should have been, she should have been nominated, and it, it's 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 annoying because this is what happens when you constantly treat diversity as a fad and not a permanent change.
2: Yeah, and especially the audacity that they had two people, actors of color, John Cho and Aisha Wright, Aisha Ray. To announce the the announce the nominations.
1: Oh, Issa Rae. Issa Rae,
2: sorry, Issa Ray. Like, had the. Oh <laughs> yeah.
1: And then didn't nominate any female directors again. So when Issa did that whole the Kiki Palmer, star, uh, congratulations to those men.
2: <laughs> I was like, yeah.
1: <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, can we get John Cho and Issa Rae in a film, please? Like, I. I have been in. I have had like a low key crush on John Cho since American Pie. Mm, well,
2: he's a cutie. He's a cutie pie.
1: I'm just a, like. I was. I was way too young to be watching American Pie. The age that I was, but when I saw him, I was like, "Oh, who's he? He yo. right? He's a cutie. I was like,
2: oh, a cutie." He was a cutie. Yeah,
1: but you know, shout out to John for like, you know, sustaining his career in this Hollywood. Um, but yeah, no. The, and I'm going to keep talking about it. The fact that Lupita was not nominated for us when she played two whole characters.
2: I know, and, and yet they're bold enough to nominate Scarlett Johansson in two different categories. Like, bold enough for them to do that. I'm like, okay, I guess
1: like nah you, you like ah, they need to stop they need to stop doing this diversity is not something that you just jump in and jump out of aquafina should have been nominated and again i'm i'm not too thrilled with aquafina man
2: me neither was it because she tried to like capitalize her black her black sense
1: Yeah and the thing is though I was one of the people making excuses For her because I was like Nah guys she's grown up in New York This is like she's just a product Of her environment but then it has Been really disappointing To see her On this award circuit You know doing things like you know The Hollywood Reporter Roundtable And suddenly this accent's like not there Hello?
2: Sorry that was her funny It was a spam call. Sorry
1: about that. Sorry, guys. It was a spam call. Okay. Yeah, I was saying it's so so disappointing to see her, like, doing, you know, things like the um, Hollywood Reporter Roundtable that they do with, like, the potential nominees for the Oscars. And, you know, just, like, these very serious, you know, acting interviews. And suddenly the accent's not there. And it's frustrating for me because I've been one of the people, like, Defending her, and it's like, sis. So you are really over here capitalizing off our culture, and now that you're being taken seriously as an actress, now you're dipping out. Like this is what this is what people get upset about.
2: Yeah, someone made someone made a joke about on Twitter saying, "Now Aquafina knows how it really feels to be not nominated." like
1: a black actress i'm like oh no. oh no oh i saw that too and i couldn't even be mad like i'm not gonna take away from the fact that she should have been nominated i've seen like i've seen bits and pieces of the farewell and i want to watch all of it i'm like
2: mm-hmm. I-
1: i'm sure sis did her thing she definitely did her thing and she's like <laughs> i mean the first asian actress like i like i'll give it to you sis like go collect your things, but you're gonna have to atone for what you've done. Like it's not okay.
2: Yeah. It's oh. Not.
1: Speaking of things that are not okay, I would really like to know um, how the American media is taking, you know, the departure of Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, senior members of the royal family.
2: Oh. Oh my, I just heard, and they just announced that like the Queen was okay with it. She was pretty okay with it when it came out.
1: Yeah, but I want to know how it's been reported from your side because on our side, like everyone, all these publications are tripping over themselves to like be like, but we're not racist. And no, why are they insinuating racism as if Prince Harry did not? like write letters on several occasions saying that you are being racist to my wife. I see you. And I'm not going to let what y'all did to my mom do to my wife. Like Prince Harry has personally called out the racism. So like, I don't see why they're trying to deny it. But when I tell you the white privilege is really jumping out of some people, they let like, girl. You, you need to see over this side. They are literally falling over themselves trying to say that they're not racist so I just want I would like to know how it's been reported on the American side
2: I haven't seen as much maybe because I spent too much time on Twitter but like (laughs) I I read a lot of news on BuzzFeed like BuzzFeed articles so far they're just flat out confused (laughs) most of the time I noticed that like are they gonna get stripped out of their titles that was their biggest that was their main concern were like were they gonna get stripped out of their titles what's gonna happen because I had this discussion with my mom, too, which is, like, basically the biggest concern that she had, like, as Americans, that, like, because Meghan Markle and Prince Harry are such big names, and their faces is pretty well known, and and, and regardless where they live in Canada, the biggest concern that she had was their security. Especially, like, and that was her biggest concern, like, regardless of, like, whether they try to live as civilians, they can't live as civilians anymore. But they're gonna be have bigger targets if that's gonna happen. That was the biggest concern that my mom and I we discussed about. But most of the time, the media are just flat out confused. And most of the time, they're saying, "Are they gonna get stripped of their names, <laughs> of being Dutches and du- Dutch and duchess of success? <laughs> that was it. Like. Um- no no they're not, being,
1: they're not being stripped of their titles they're, they're yeah. still keeping their titles but um they're taking a step back as senior members of the royal family so people who go out and about as much you know to functions and charity events and whatever so all the events that they do where they're smiling and waving they're not going to do as much of that and they're not going to live as regular civilians that would be impossible um there's st- I'm pretty sure they'll still have security detail, like the same way that you know that you there's still like allotted members of the Secret Service for like the Clinton family and the Obamas, even though they're not in office anymore.
2: Yeah.
1: I assume that they'll they'll do something like that.
2: That's what I was thinking, and I that was my main concern that my mom my mom and I had like discussing about. And um yeah. Basically, the media was just confused. Of J like, because like this never happened before, and so like, they were almost low key, but at the same time, they're just flat out confused. <laughs> they're just like, what in the world is going on? I think maybe not as not to an extent back in, in the UK, but like they were just flat out confused. Like, what's happening? Like, it's like how you wake up in the morning and someone just say, like, guys, 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 guess what? Like, what? <laughs> you know? Ah. Uh... It's like, what? <laughs> but yeah, I think that's it. We're pretty low-key at the moment, but who
1: knows? Fair enough. Well, <laughs> over here, I can at least speak for the majority of the Black Britons, and we can say we're very happy for Megan because the, the things that she's been subjected to. And, you know, there's been a, a good couple of white people who have spoken some sense and were like, you know... This is racism. Y'all have been awful to her. The only person who can, the only member of the royal family who can even, um, who even knows probably half of what Megan's going through, is Princess Diana. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's what that's what's been going on on our side
2: of things. Yeah, but I know for sure on Twitter they're clowning the royal family. <laughs> they're clowning the not the royal family. They're clowning the the media.
1: are oh they deserve to be clowns. Oh
2: yeah like they're hardcore clowning and I'm like, you know what? I'm here for it. I'm here for that.
1: (laughs) Me too. Especially the Buzzfeed article the the BuzzFeed did this really good article where they put Mm -hmm. up headlines side to side of how um, Kate was praised for doing the exact same thing that Megan was criticized for. Yeah. All and time. so when you, yeah, and when you see that side to side, I mean, people again, like I said, who have been falling over themselves trying to say that it's not racism. Um, when you see an article like that, you cannot say something like, "Oh, I don't know what you're talking about," or "Oh, you know, all the royals are criticised the same way." And then you see an article like like that, and, like they very much are not, because yes that the, the royals can be sometimes used as a punching bag because they use taxpayers money mm-hmm. but with megan it's different and the only thing i can say i find really annoying now you see and itv and channel 4 calling in all these black um um, scholars and celebrities and broadcasters and authors to to describe what racism is and then how Megan has been subjected to it and then they want to sit up there and argue and say that oh but that's not racism oh it's this and they give these other names for it oh it's like you know it's um what's the word unconscious bias or it's just ignorance yeah and oh I like of course you don't see it. You
2: don't you're see-
1: not white. Uh, sorry, no, you're not white. You're not black. <laughs> or you're not a person of colour. This oh. England's not a country where people many people are gonna go out and call you the N-word. They're, there's not in your face racism like America has or like Russia has or um you know certain <laughs> Eastern European countries have. Or China have that?
2: Yeah.
1: No, but England will do very insidious inc- stuff where they will say things, tell this, or a black person. And I think there's nothing more ins than calling black people on television programs to, to, to describe racism and then tell us, "Oh, that's not racist." Like, y- can you imagine me trying to tell you? As an Asian person, what things are offensive to Asians and what is not offensive to Asians?
2: Yeah.
1: Kind of like, what was it? What happened? What happened the last time we spoke? Um, when people on Twitter were trying to say that Jay Leto's joke about um, South Koreans eating dogs wasn't racist.
2: Oh, yeah. Gabrielle Union. With the Gabriel Union. Yeah. Movie.
1: But it's the fact that so many, like, you know, white people stood up on the soapbox and be like, but that's not racist. Because when I went to South Korea, I'm pretty sure I'm like, ah,
2: like, that's not the same thing, dude. <laughs> it's not the same thing. <laughs> it
1: Or it just could be a situation of um, if South Koreans and if other Asian Americans, whether they be chi- Chinese American, Japanese American, you know, vietnamese american if just if the asian population are telling you that that offends us just take their word
2: for it absolutely like it's it's kind of funny it just it just made it sound like they are their definition of racism is like the most refined or that our experiences with racism doesn't exist from their experiences which is no, interesting It's a very interesting how they do that. It's it's wild. <laughs> <sighs>
1: wild. It's raining. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> but ending on a more positive note. Um, do you have any song recommendations that you're gonna like we can take out of this episode? Like Ooh.
2: regardless if it's old or new? Um
1: Let's try and keep it within, like, the last year.
2: The last year. Okay. I, w- I, w- I was going to say, I'm like, that's a ve- that's a good question. <laughs> You're talking to someone who loves music. Mm, as yeah. you should. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, which one? Um, I want to say there was a song that I love, love, love so much. It's in, like, three of my different playlists. One's, like, my seasonal playlist that I would constantly put. But um and the other ones like for E I use for whenever I feel worry or have to feel very any type of anxious being feeling anxious a certain type but um and sometimes it's just about love you know um there's a song from an album from an artist called Ketronada from mm-hmm. his album Bubba and it's called Freefall it's oh it's such a it's it just takes you some it just t- whenever you hear it, it just it just takes you down to a journey you know like you just feel love you feel like your your all your worries are just kind of eased down but like it's just this very smooth alternative r&b that's just oh. and then the the instrumental of in there too is just it's just so beautiful like i i constantly hear it all the time so it's, i highly recommend a lot of people to hear it <laughs> it's it's awesome it's free fall by uh k tronada it's awesome
1: ah that's good i would say my song recommendation would have to be does she by yuna and J park oh of her latest album rouge um <sighs> what an album it, it's rouge. really with really, this album oh my god there's there, there's so many bops on that album uh, another favorite of mine would be Black Marquise but I was
2: gonna say the same thing I love that song
1: such a bop but I've really been like I was bumping Does She when I was driving from like Birmingham back home nice. so yeah that's, that's what I'm playing right now so yeah but Asela thank you so much for joining me
2: thank you it's always good to come by on your podcast
1: Oh, thank you. You always add, like, such insight that I need. So, thank you so much. Tell the people where they can find you. You
2: can find me at my writing, Twitter at Asela Lee K or on Instagram at the Sakura Inc. And, yeah, if you love writing, all the stuff, check me out. Yeah.
1: Okay. And you can find me at uh tasha Sampa on Instagram sampa tasha on Twitter follow a soulful storm on all platforms it's exactly the same on Twitter instagram, and facebook um it's a soulful storm dot what, dot wordpress something i don't know my word <laughs> It, but, it's, yeah. It. <laughs> yeah you'll find it don't worry and yeah one thing I'm gonna be doing just letting the audience know we're gonna be talking about Love Island at least I am probably when a seller is not on the podcast because I don't know <laughs> I don't think Love Island has hit the the US but what you do need to know Marcella, is that all men do is lie
2: <laughs> I mean there's no there's no lie in there <laughs> there's no lie in there where's the lie
1: I mean, Asela, if you can start watching Love Island.
2: Oh, no, a bunch of my friends love Love Island. I know a bunch of my friends love Love Island.
1: Like, it is, like, what I tell you, that is truly when UK Twitter becomes the most lit. <laughs> I
2: love it. I love because that. it Because
1: it's Black Twitter versus Fiat 500. Fiat 500 is basically white people Twitter. <laughs>
2: Oh my, no, like honestly, like Love Island. Honest, I didn't know what that was until like, I was on Twitter, and my friends were love the show to a point that like they were hashing and talking about it. They were like live tweeting about this, and I'm and I pretty much found out about it, the premise of it too. And I know they love uh, Ovi.
1: Ovi, so, girl, that was last season.
2: That was last season, but I remember all my friends praise Ovi. yes because i
1: was one of them (laughs) he is the best looking guy to ever set foot on love island six foot seven of dark chocolate and on top of that he was he had so much banter he chatted so much sense he defended like all the black girls like he was just the king that we needed
2: nice uh, he was oh my gosh he he was, like, on all my friends' radar. Like, uh, you were one of them, too. Like, all my friends who watched um, Love Island, they were on his radar. They were on his radar. I'm just, like, they they just constantly, like, l- love him. And I'm, like, I love seeing that. That's just, I love seeing this.
1: Because, like, he's, like I said, he's six foot seven of gorgeousness. And, like, he was just, like, the perfect Black guy on the show like he was the king that we needed and right now he is so much in his bag right now he is really getting those endorsement deals i'm loving seeing him win but this current love island oh girl they are moving so bad the black guy mike is honestly an agent of satan and he is the reason why we say men are trash (laughs)
2: There's no lie in that statement there is no lie <laughs> there's no lie
1: but yeah so i in fact have to go because you know love island is on is going to be on in go, minutes.
2: <laughs> go for it go for it i won't i want, don't let. don't let me like stop you
1: <laughs> but yes yeah but you need to join me on the on this path
2: <laughs> i'll try because i know hulu has um the uk and the us version of love island which from my friends who are fans of the show prefer the uk mm-hmm. version than the us because the us one i heard is pretty trashy <laughs> it's please, pretty bad
1: please, please don't even waste your time <laughs>
2: i'll try not to <laughs> all
1: right get into this so yeah i will talk to you next time thank you so much um Bye guys. We'll have a good have a good week.
2: You too. Bye.